What's up guys, how you doing? I'm Paul. I'm Morgan. Mm, in today's video, we are talking popular marriage advice that we reject. Part two in the series. What was part one of the series, Morgan? Popular dating advice that we reject. It makes sense. And then here, probably our next video, unless something crazy happens, it's gonna be popular <laughs> sex advice that we reject. And that one's gonna be pretty interesting. So we're pumped for part two. Welcome, you guys. We got some stuff that we're gonna be laying down. Laying down. But first, if you're new here, make sure you subscribe. We risk giving TMI. To help you navigate DMI, dating, marriage, and intimacy. There we Let's go. go. I mean, that's nice. <laughs> guys, comment. What do you think of that? I think it rolls off very nicely. Great. All right. Very good. Uh, shout out to three times this week. Yeah. You ate Good Ranchers twice. No, you eat Good Ranchers three times. I ate it twice. Okay. Because you do the chicken as well. Yeah. Shout out to Good Ranchers. Thank you for making our life and our eating. So much more delicious. So much more delicious. Yes. Delicious. All right. Let's get yourself some because uh, chicken, free chicken until January 31st if you sign up for a whole year. There you go. You get free chicken. There you go. <laughs> for a whole year. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's do this. Morgan, uh, why don't you kick things off with our first popular marriage advice that well, we reject. Why don't I? Why don't I? All right, first one. This is a little weird. Paul hasn't heard this. <laughs> okay, so this is biblical, but also I think can be maybe like twisted. Okay, don't go to sleep angry. Okay, expound. So I've heard people say that a lot. Of like, don't go to sleep angry at your spouse. Like, you better, like, fix the fight or whatever. Or fix the issue. And to me, when I first heard that and we first got married, that felt like a lot of pressure. Hmm. Because I felt like it made me feel like we have to figure this out and we cannot go to sleep until we're both just back to madly in love with one another. Interesting. And sometimes, you guys, when you get into an argument... A disagreement it can take a few days to really like work through it and feel back on track with your spouse and so this whole idea of like don't go to sleep angry i understand the press the 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 principle the principle press, yeah, yeah yes of like the bible verse that literally says don't let the sun go down on you on, in your anger right yeah. right and so it's one thing like you should i think be able to always say like, good night, I love you, we're going to figure this out, and we're still on the same team. You know, I, Morgan, I think that the Jonas Brothers actually got it right. No, we're not going to work this out tonight. So, can we agree that the Jonas Brothers were ahead of their time? <laughs> sure. But, Morgan, in all reality, like, I, as I'm thinking through what you're saying, I like it. I think no matter what, and tell me if you... If you agree or disagree with this, I think even if you're in the thick of an of a disagreement or an argument, mm -hmm. and I agree with you, I don't think it needs to be worked out. Yeah, you don't have to figure it out right away, y'all. But I think you should still be able, especially if you're in an argument, yes, to reach over and hug your spouse or give them a kiss on the forehead. Which is not easy when you're mad. Specifically for me. <laughs> All right. Very good. You guys comment and let us know what you think on that one. Very interesting. I will jump into my first popular marriage advice that I reject. Okay. This one is, this is just, mm. 
we said this in our last video, part one, some of these are like secular advice that we reject, but then mm -hmm. some get into the Christian circles. Mm -hmm. And those to me are the most intriguing. And that's what I'm getting into a little bit here, which would be there is no leader in the relationship, in the marriage. There's no leader slash head of the home. And I think you're, I think that that is that's not biblical. And that's what I'm saying. Well, right. I'm saying that this is the popular marriage advice oh, okay. that we reject. I see. I think you, you oh, hear so funny. many, even Christian marriages, which would be considered like an egalitarian, which is no, like the husband and wife, they make every decision is made equally. There is no head of the home. And it's like, all right, we're trying to have a biblical marriage here. And what we see biblically, the, you know, the biblical principles for marriage is what we're going all in on rather than, you know, all the scholars and, oh, we did these studies, scholars, so forth, so forth. There's where we're sitting. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that's good. I think, uh, you know, people just flip out when anyone, any Christian, like, talks about how the marriage should be. They're, the man is the leader, the woman submits, but it's just like, there's sometimes the, the man is like, as the leader is like, hey, honey, I've decided you can lead in this. <laughs> We've never had a straight up conversation like that, and just FYI, but like, it's just been like clear. I don't know, anywho, whatever, besides no. the point. Oh, 100%, I think there are <laughs> things that like the wife is more gifted in yeah. and is more ready to like, I got this. Mm -hmm. Hey, husband, I got, uh, I got this. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, wife, I bless you in that. You, you rock at doing that. You're better than me. You know more about it than me. But as a general overarching principle, mm -hmm. guys, yeah, I the man know. is the head of the home. I'm just, I'm just saying it. You know, we can go deeper. We did a video that I can link below. Uh, I think we call it like husband and wife roles, and we dive into it more deeply. But for the sake of this video, we're just laying it out there. Do with it what you will. Do with it what you will. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing when done well. Very good. All right. Next is <clears throat> conflict should be minimized or avoided at all cost. Or like uncomfortable conversations, just don't have them. Like try to just move on with y'all's lives. So that statement you just said, we reject. Yes. Conflict should Rejected. be conflict should be minimized slash avoided. Okay, well this is interesting because I recently got a message. I got a couple messages, actually, and the theme in these messages from different people were saying that they didn't want to have a conversation with their spouse because they knew that it was going to make their spouse feel uncomfortable or possibly like hurt their feelings okay. or knowing like bringing up the past like really hurts them and they just can't do it yet it's like keeping them from really like having a deeper relationship with their spouse because they refuse to talk about this stuff and to that i just say what in the world are you doing like you literally live with this person for the rest of your life you need to be able to talk about everything no matter how uncomfortable it is it makes me think morgan of there's going to be couples that go into marriage and they're just like they have that mentality and so they're like oh this came up just gonna kind of push it off to the side i'm just gonna bottle that up i'm gonna sweep it under mm -hmm. the rug and they might have a pretty smooth first year of marriage it may appear that they're crushing it yeah and then year two goes by and then they get to year three four five they have all this unresolved stuff 
and it's going to start bubbling up. And so if you can learn how to argue well, mm-hmm. argue in a respectful way, have a fight or a disagreement in a loving, healthy way, that's better to go ahead and address it. Now, I think of like our first year of marriage, we maybe went too hard in that direction. <laughs> well, when you say we, you mean you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps. Um, so, you, you know, use good judgment, use good discretion. Not everything yeah. needs to be dealt with in the right. one day, right? but don't be sweeping stuff under the rug. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's good, Morgan. All right, before I do the next one, you guys saw in the thumbnail, Morgan came up with it, which was, uh, what did it say? Could lead to divorce. Could lead to divorce. There's one in particular that is the big, in my opinion, that we're about to get to. It's actually one of yours that we decided on that is the most most problematic in terms of potential divorce. So I just want to let you know. I actually have two. Okay, all right. You don't know the second one. All right. But the first one, yes. <laughs> Very good. Before I do my next one, guys, help us out. We really appreciate it. Give the video a thumbs up. Really appreciate it. Get those numbers up. Give those thumbs up numbers up. Give the thumbs up numbers up. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, my next one would be... My dear loving mother actually uh, offered up this one. So she offered up wisdom for our first part one oh. video, and then this was her wisdom for part two. All right. Mom has, she's gotten a bigger say in our content because she's like <laughs> sitting right above us with Luca. Oops, spilled some water. Wow. So that's, um, that's a real thing. She's okay. getting more of a say. But she, okay. she offered up this one. She said, here would be, something I reject, a popular marriage advice, not all marriage counselors are good. I think you hear and you've heard it from us, um, if I'm remembering correctly, like we advocate, I know we do, we advocate for getting therapy, for getting counseling, marriage counseling. Mm -hmm. And so I think it could, you could kind of think to yourself, okay, I'll go to a Christian marriage counselor Mm -hmm. to help our marriage and we'll be good. Yeah. I wish you, I wish that every christian counselor was great (laughs) but there's a lot of christian counselors out there that are not great there's a lot of them that really don't have the right training biblically and psychologically whatever um (laughs) people are gonna be like what a dumpy (laughs) well i would just i mean my thoughts oh go ahead go ahead no 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 that's all i have I, i was just gonna say like there are lots of christian marriage counselors out there Mm -hmm. but then i think if you flesh it out ultimately don't go to one christian counselor and then they say something and then that's just immediately you you dive into that advice that piece of advice which might be a very significant it might have very significant ramifications for your marriage don't just eat that up and then that's all right we're doing this hook line and we're buying into this hook line and sinker Mm -hmm. in all reality there are lots of Christian marriage counselors that have, and I think my mom kind of described it this way, have studied or embraced very secular ways of thinking. And so you may not hear any talk about the Bible or God brought into your session, and they're just spitting off what they've heard, which is, I I would say, very worldly wise, lots Mm -hmm. of worldly wisdom, without actually going to scripture and saying, let's look first and foremost what wisdom does scripture have to offer? Yeah. That's good. All right, Morgan. All right. Dun, dun, dun. 
My next one is... It's... This is a piece of marriage advice that we reject. Mm -hmm. It's totally okay for married couples to have best friends of the opposite sex. Mm. Reject! (laughs) Give it one of these uh, vampires. Get out of here, vampires! Yes. This is what I feel like personally could lead to divorce in your marriage is if you or your spouse has a best friend of the opposite gender and i mean the type of best friend where they're talking all the time texting on the phone whatever hanging out spending a lot of time together they confide in them rather than confiding in you first or even after you whatever um yeah that's their friend that's their closest friend i think that that's very dangerous not even best friend just friends like as in not to say that like paul doesn't have girls that are friends to him or acquaintances or whatever but it's like he's not going and hanging out with girls when i'm not there um and i would say if you had a close friendship with a girl that genuinely was just a friendship mm-hmm. prior to getting married and then you get married it's not like you have to cut that person out of your life right but it should kind of transform into much more of a yes. if she's still single coming and hanging out with the husband and wife as yeah. a group as a unit because we're a unit now mm-hmm. but if it's still looking like you're spending a lot of alone time i would say i would agree with you and that's where the the divorce warning comes in mm-hmm. you're playing with fire there yeah, I think um, people make way too, t- take this way too lightly, and I feel like it has caused much damage to marriages and relationships. So, Yeah, I would just say it's unwise. Um, I, um, we were talking with a, a couple a while back, and the guy just was holding on to that so tightly. Mm-hmm. It was such a big deal to him of, oh, no, I have these girlfriendships, from when I was single and we are still really close. My wife doesn't like it, mm-hmm. but it's so important to me. And Morgan and I, I'm just sitting there listening like, Why? Why is this so important to you when your wife is like literally broken over this? And, and-, and you're choosing, like I can just hear by how you're describing it, you're choosing these people over your wife. Like they, it sounds like they're more important to you, these past female friendships. Mm-hmm. Now, it would be one thing if your wife is literally telling you you can't be friends with anyone, man or woman, like, but specifically men, she's like, no, you can't have any friends, it's just me, like, that's an issue and you need counseling for that, but if she is uncomfortable with the friendships that you have with other women, uh, you need to take that very seriously, and vice versa. You do. You do, and that's, that's good, that's big, and I, I could see people, some people really being like no that just sounds petty like i have totally innocent friendships Mm -hmm. again i would just say use wisdom use caution and if you're just spending a lot of time with a person of the opposite sex that's not your husband or wife Mm -hmm. really examine that like really examine that closely yeah yeah good one morgan um all right popular marriage advice that we reject Morgan, I <laughs> I came up with this one while I was at the gym. Okay. I, you have no clue what it is. And I honestly don't totally know if you're going to agree with me. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it. When I was dating someone in the past, 
Mm-hmm. I went over to her parents' house. And her parents were very intense. And the mom looked at me <laughs> and said, Paul, I just want you to know, if you marry my daughter, you're marrying the whole family. And I now, years <laughs> later, years later, as I reflect on this, mm-hmm. my advice that I, I reject, and hear me out, I reject that when you marry a man or a woman, I reject that you're marrying their family. Because ultimately, you're marrying this person. And this is going to be the person that you spend 99% of your time with. <laughs> this is going to be the person that you are going to be working through everything with and navigating life with and having children with and so forth and so forth and so forth. It's not their family. Is the family dynamics important? Should you work to, to grow that and cultivate that? Absolutely. But you are not marrying the family. Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay. <laughs> Penny okay. for your thoughts. Okay. All right. Hmm. Yes, I agree with you. I see. Soren says yes. Archon says yep. <laughs> interesting view. Agreed. Okay. Faith says. Uh, Allison says, I have mixed thoughts on this one. Agreed. So I do agree that, yes, you're marrying this person, but you have to pay attention to the family that they're in because you might have married a person whose family is like, thinks that they're so involved in your marriage and they might think they're so involved in my marriage. And so it's like, you're not just marrying him, you're marrying the whole family because, you know, he, whatever, not him, but you know what I'm saying, like, it's like, no, my my family has a big say in how we do our marriage. So you're saying like, one of the, the spouses, <laughs> one of the couples might have kind of ingrained in their mind that this is how it's going to look? Right, yeah. Well, okay, have those conversations and i guess in that sense well then you're marrying that person and that's how they think but anywho (laughs) yeah i don't know i get what you're saying but also like take it seriously what their family is like too but don't let it maybe completely end the relationship if you're like no i'm like super in love with this person i feel like god is going to bless our marriage even though their family dynamics aren't amazing or aren't exactly what i would want or whatever and don't get me wrong you guys i love Morgan's family, and I'm very <laughs> grateful for them. And I love Paul's family, and I'm very grateful for them. So they are <laughs> indeed a blessing and a bonus, but I'm just, just being real. I reject the phrase, you marry their family. All right, well, there we have Comment it. below, you guys. Let me know on that one in particular. Uh, yeah, let's, let's talk more about that. Morgan, did you have another one? Yes. All right, this is the other one that I think has absolutely caused issues in marriage and led to divorce or extreme just separation within the home. Do do I know the one you're about to share? No, (laughs) unless you're just going to guess. But I reject the advice slash encouragement that kids come before the spouse. Um, 
And maybe it's not necessarily a spoken thing, but it's absolutely a scene thing. Oh, man. That you see everywhere you go that the mom... I'm just going to talk to moms here directly. Yeah. The mom is putting her children before her husband. The mom is putting her kids' needs before her husband's needs. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like, oh, you shouldn't be taking care of your kids. You should be taking care of your husband because he's a little baby and he needs to know. <laughs> but I am saying, and also, obviously, there are seasons of life where your husband better be mature and godly enough to understand, oh, we just had a baby and our baby needs to be taken care of basically 24-7. So, I get it. Um, but, like, if you literally start treating your children as your best friend and as your partner in life and leave your husband in the dust, I think that's incredibly damaging and disrespectful to your husband and it's just like when your kids leave your house you're gonna be living with a total stranger who you're gonna have to rework everything because you didn't put in the work throughout the time of having kids and I get it it's stinking hard we've got one little four-month-old baby and I'm like I see how Man, men and women do this like they allow their kids to take over their lives yeah. and forget like wait a second we're the ones who are together for the rest of our lives our kids are gonna leave us one day <laughs> and yeah i mean like as demanding That's as good. children are we got to figure out the balance of making sure that you're not giving all of your time effort and energy to them so that you have a little bit of time energy and effort yeah left for them you know, that's great, Morgan. And I, I genuinely appreciate, like I've heard you talk about that several times, and I appreciate that my wife is, is that like that's on her mind. That's on her radar. Thanks, Chloe. Mm. Guys, <laughs> let us know in the comments, were any of these like so kind of caught you off guard and you genuinely aren't sure about them or maybe you disagree with them? Let us know. Also, married people, what advice do you have to the singles Let's keep the marriage relationship advice going. Or what advice do you reject? <laughs> Be curious to hear that also. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Until part three, which will be coming very soon, and it shall be a good one. <laughs> it shall be a good one. An intimate, an intimate one in a good way, in the best way. We love you guys. Have a wonderful rest of your day. We'll catch you again very soon. Have hope. And be free. If you're in the live chat, we'll be right back. As you may have noticed, we get very few brand deals, which is why our patrons, the names you see here, are so important. You guys really are the lifeblood of this ministry. We could not do this without you all. If you believe in this content and you want to partner with us on Patreon, click the link below or just go to patreon.com slash Paul and Morgan Show.